0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Be Extraordinary Podcast. Wow, you were in for a treat today. I'm going to go ahead and say this and uh, go on a limb. This might be my favorite episode we've ever recorded. Uh, You're going to hear a comeback story today from uh, a significant tragedy uh, and car accident on a bike to the fear of not being able to get back on a bike to overcoming not only that personal fear but rising to become man, one of the best essentially in the world with making the world championships for an Ironman. Her story and Juan's story is one of inspiration. It's one of resilience and it's one of just this internal journey of uh, a pursuit of excellence. So Rod and I were absolutely moved after this interview and it is riddled with lessons that you can use along your journey. Hey guys, this is Brett Young, Taylor Young, and Rod Erb, and you're tuned in to the Be Extraordinary Podcast with Urban Young, real conversations about business, leadership, and personal development. Good morning, gang.
1: Hey. Morning. How morning. we doing? Good morning.
0: So, man, we've got some cool guests in the podcast studio today. Thank you guys for being on. Um man what a what a cool story I know that we're gonna get into today. Uh, a story about uh, really a comeback and a story about doing what you love as a couple. You guys are the epitome of a power couple. and uh, I just I'm, I've been enthralled with watching your story. Uh, Rod and Taylor and I have been enthralled with watching your story. I mean, some of the things that we teach in here are doing hard things. We were just talking off air about the the forty for forty challenge, the Gavin Goggins, and you know, reminiscing on that. And so, but man, you guys are just an inspiration. And so, thank you for being on the podcast. Thank you for sharing the time with us. We've talked about this for a long time, and um, so I wanted to introduce you guys. Uh, so, it, a couple of housekeeping rules: you want to be decently close to the mic so that we can hear you because God knows nobody wants to hear me speak all the time um, so just you can be mindful of that and then secondly uh, what I'll do is I'll just turn over to you, introduce yourself give us a background and then I'd love to really get into your guys' story you guys if you guys can't if you're if you're listening to this right now they're wearing their Iron Man shirts finishers that's, yeah there's a theme yeah it's amazing a so theme. I like it. they they did a I, I called Laura last night and I was just getting some background and uh, she's like yeah no problem I got a quick couple minutes and I got to get up early. We're doing a 5 a.m. cycling training tomorrow, and she's like, "I just finished. We just finished our what, which, what was it? Swimming last yeah, night. Yeah,
1: last night I was swimming, uh, and then this morning we went straight into a indoor bike session. It's
0: insane, dude! Just just indoor bike session.
1: Yeah, those aren't as fun as the outside ones. You're standing still. Okay, <laughs> I was gonna
2: say. <laughs> Trainer, trainer. Lots
1: of resistance, though.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're going to get into why you guys do that and why that's important, how how that journey has gone. But so for for the ladies and gentlemen who are listening at home, we have Laura Jimenez. We have Juan Jimenez, uh, total power couple. So if you would, just give us a kind of a brief, you know, understanding of who you guys are and how we've met. And we'll jump right into it.
1: Uh, so I'm Laura. Um, Juan and I have been married now for five years. Uh, we love to travel, obviously to work out, grow um, grow together. Push each other and just keep each other accountable. Um, we had the pleasure of meeting uh, you two, uh, um, what five, six years ago at yeah, least, it's been maybe minute. longer. I think I was, it might be longer. Yeah, I was, was at Christmas party, um, yeah. Christmas yeah. party a couple of years ago, yeah. um, and it's been awesome. We don't get to see each other often, but I think when we do, we make it count. That's Yeah, right. that's I right. love that. Yeah, for <laughs>
2: sure, for sure. All, always good energy with you guys. Always, and you talk about you know keeping each other grow together and you know, I, I, that certainly is on display, but every time I'm around you guys, the energy's just infectious. So yeah, it's great. To, it's great to have you. It's great. Thanks to have for
3: the invite, Brad. I appreciate it. And having us here, uh, it's, it's our pleasure to, to be here for sure. Um, so a little bit of my background and, and with Laura as well, you know, we, um, we've been on this Ironman journey now for what, two years now, uh, right after, right after, um, covid we started uh well during covid there's a few trends buy a puppy get a bike and go work out outside right and buy a boat right we didn't get to that point we (laughs) didn't get that one yeah just the bike out on that one and so we started riding uh bikes outside and Mm -hmm. and uh you know we got our little road bikes and we started you know we're doing our workouts outside and all the, after a while, we started joining clubs, like cycling clubs. Uh, yeah, we, we joined to, the
1: um, really great crew, uh, Central Florida Cycling out in Winter Garden. Shout out. Um, yeah, group group of guys and, and ladies that get together, very nice family-like culture, and um, And we started riding with them once or twice a week. And the cycling community is very welcoming once they see that you're committed and that you're going to show up. Very cool. I love that that
2: caveat. Once they see that you're going to show up.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, You know, a lot of people show up one one. one time. And um, and, and from there, it just kind of grew. Yeah. And then we're
3: riding out in Lake Nona. um, And, yeah, we're just very active. And we continue to see the progress. We're building – not just good relationships but also our our um, health you know is getting better we're getting more conditioned we're getting better at the bike you know at first when we started we were going like 12 <laughs> 13 miles an hour we're like oh we're going fast but then next thing you know we're at like 18 20 wow 20 plus and we're like man we're getting good at this
1: it's funny because you know we all think of cycling like we all you know most of us had the opportunity to grow um, riding our bikes outside and whatnot but once you start getting more and more invested into the sport, you start, you know, I used to see people wearing these funny shoes that they clip into their bikes so and I'm like, I'm not going to do that. That's, That's like the Peloton shoes, Yeah, man. Yes, yes, <laughs> I'm not yes, doing that. Yes. I'm fine with my sneakers. And of course, a couple of weeks into it, we're at Winter Garden Wheel Works, like buying a pair of, of, of funny shoes. <laughs> Broke my elbow that day. Funny story. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, we got caught in a storm, and... About, what, 10 miles away from our cars, Juan falls. He thinks he's going to turn around and catch me laughing, but I'm still, with my bike clipped into my shoes, up in the air, dying la- We're both dying oh laughing. It's goodness. pouring rain, and, you know, at the moment, I didn't feel it. About half an hour later, I looked down mm-hmm. at my elbow. It looks like I have a baseball growing oh out of it. The,
3: the cyclists yeah. out there will understand, <laughs> because when you first start using the clip-ons on your bike, it's, it's a whole mental process you have to go through. And like if you don't right. unclip, yeah, you're just going sideways. Right, right, right. Out. Yeah. yeah. And so so that was that. that was our first ride clipping in. Wow. And all of a sudden, yeah, we just <laughs> we, you for, kind of forget. You're just right. like riding around. You're like, oh yeah, I'll just you know, no, you're stuck onto the bike.
0: Wow. So, so I, think got, I hear adventure. So and you guys, the training regimen that you guys are doing is 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 like it's legit. Like you are you are 100% all in and we're going to get into specific. I think you guys are going to New Zealand to ride soon, but this isn't a professional thing for you. Like you guys have day jobs. Like this is and you guys do this together. So real quick, you're from, you're here in Orlando. What's your background as far as what you do during the day? And this is kind of like moonlight stuff. It's in the before and after your careers, right?
1: Yeah, it's it's honestly, it's a 24/7 um I would say that one of my favorite things about this is that it's truly changed everything. Um, it, it, it really changes your mindset, how you look at the day. You know, I used to wake up at 738, head into the office, um, I run a civil engineering firm, um, you know, maybe get a, a quick run in or hit, hit the gym for a little bit after work. And now by 8am every morning, we've been at it for four hours, there's been at least two Jeez. to three hours of rigorous work. I'm very hungry at this point. <laughs> a couple bottles of water in, you know, on the weekends, you know, you normally on a Friday or Saturday night. You know, we're in our 30s. You go out to dinner, friends, drinks. Our friends know by now, hey, if it's not a 6.30 dinner, it's not happening. Holy because
3: shit. It's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle
1: it, to do it properly, right? Wow. Um, otherwise, I think you run into a burnout situation and then you no longer enjoy what you're doing it. Right. Um, <clears throat> so for me, it's been more of just a full like going all in into it, committing to it hundred percent. And you, you kind of like with anything else in life, you, you find friends in that circle and then it's, so everything it does make it easier to do it with people that are like minded. Wow. I, okay.
2: I, That's amazing. One of the things you guys said earlier is, you know, you, you commit the bike the, club is they're real keen on you when they realize you're going to show up. One of the things we're big on, we believe success begins with showing up, right? It's step one, right? Step one, you got to be present. You got to be show, you got to show up, you got to show up properly. I think about this journey already and I I know there's more, we'll get, we'll uncover a lot more, but I think to myself, you bought bikes because it was COVID you're going to ride bikes and you're going 12 miles an hour. And Pretty soon you're like, you know, there's more of a calling. There's more of a desire. There's more of a, you know, we're, we're, we're kind of, we're kind of getting bitten by this bug. Talk to us about just, you know, making that transition. Right. But then the idea of you're 24 seven with it, but there's gotta be days you don't feel like showing up. Right. I mean, Four, four o'clock every single morning, seven days a week, fifty-two weeks a year, three hundred sixty-five days a year. That's not fun all the time. So how do you how do you tie in the idea of showing up into the greater goal? And wow.
3: I
1: that, that's deep. <laughs>
3: Good. It, there's a lot of stuff behind it, um, and we'll get back to maybe uh, why we got into Ironman races and yes. Ironman training. There's you know, a lot of people, when you ask them, why do you do certain things, they, they'll give you a su- superficial answer, um, but I'll, I'll disclose more of a personal background and how we got to that point, but um, back to, you know, being involved and, in, 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 you know, our early stages and starting out, you know, with the biking and all that stuff, you, you start seeing progress Um I used to be a couch potato. I stopped working out for two years, um, probably before COVID, mm-hmm. um, and I've to this from that point on. I've probably lost forty five pounds wow. to this day. Uh, you'd see pictures of me; I was chunky, you know, big. Uh, so I was on this whole get back to health journey. Uh, you know, before um, COVID hit, we were part of uh, Camp Gladiator. We were doing like high intensity training. And I was, like, on this whole, like, let's get fit kind of vibe, you Love know? It. And so that's kind of been the the projection, right? COVID hit. We got the bike. We joined the clubs. Then uh, disaster hit. Um, we were out in Lake Nona training, bi- you know, biking on a Peloton outside. Um, it was probably, what, 30 of us? 35, 35, Um We were riding. I was in the front <laughs> of the Peloton. I had just, uh, you know, eventually kind of take turns at the head of the peloton because you take on all the wind. So when
0: you say peloton, I think about the, the peloton the stationary. That's stationary. You're so not referring the, to the that. Word,
3: yeah, so they got that word from the official got cycling got uh, term of a a the peloton, of which is a, a group of cyclists. Riding it. Oh, it together. very cool. I didn't yeah. know that. So that's how that, that brand came about. Got it. Makes <laughs> and sense. so uh, we're out in uh, Lake Nona riding, and I, I had just gone to the back of the pack, and Laura was up next at the front. And so we were riding. Next thing you know, I see this big white truck just zoom right past me, really close to our bike lane. And theres it was a two-lane road. It was Narkozy out in Lake yeah, yeah. Next thing you know, it goes by the front, clips Laura on the side, and then all I see is bikes flying oh up in the air. Oh, my God. And I'm seeing this, and it's just like a, a nightmare, like, you know, one of those scary movies. Right. And I don't know what to expect when I pull up to the front. You know, I thought she was dead. I mean, it it was just a complete wreck. Oh, my God. It was probably eight people on the floor. I thought I was going to see her just laying on the floor unconscious or something. You know, worst case scenario. But thankfully, she was on the floor just kind of holding her arm and still, you know, responsive, which was great. You know, so that um, that put a lot of things into perspective. and, And Laura went through it. And I mean, I don't know if I'm yeah. gonna, I it mean, was walk us through that.
0: I mean, like, so you, you, you I mean, so did you our, stay conscious the whole time? So like, our routine,
1: it, this was just, it's one of those things where it's just another Saturdays and Sundays where our ride outside day. It's kind of like the day you get to enjoy all the work you've done all the week, right? It's social. You stop halfway. You're joking. You know, you've, by this point, we know pretty much everybody in this ride. Um, just another Sunday morning ride, right? Just like when you go out to the golf course, it's just another day out with the buddies. Mm-hmm. Um, we are early on. I mean we had maybe been on the bike for 25, 30 minutes and as Juan explained, obviously I didn't see it coming. Um, next thing I know I hear a loud boom and I'm flying. I'm skidding across Narcusi Road. Oh um, very, very fortunate yeah. to be telling the story and be here with you guys because
3: Ro- Road rash, broken clavicle. Yeah uh,
1: <laughs> I I you know I, I took the hit my bike my bike actually made it out better than I did. I took the hit, um, broken clavicle, which at that point, you, you know, nothing, you don't know anything. The adrenaline is just there. There's obviously pain everywhere, but, um, two weeks with a broken clavicle because apparently they don't operate on those right, 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 right. on the money, uh, you know, in the ER, um, oh that was not fun in ambulance in, ride, the whole night Yeah, ambulance yep. ride, call my mom Expensive and tell her Uber. because that's, you know, they have all, we have all these devices and stuff. And obviously it actually notifies anybody you put on your emergency list uh, wow. So, get to the hospital, ER, thank God I was very, very fortunate to not have any um, brain injuries, which is very common in these type of incidents. Had a helmet on, of course. Yeah, my uh, my helmet was uh, cracked, my geez. jersey that we ride is literally ripped apart, my my shoes flew off, I still actually keep the socks that I was wearing that day, kind of as a, you know, pull them out of the drawer every once in a while and put them on just to remind myself how fortunate I am. Um And... You know, fast forward, two weeks later, I'm able to get surgery. They put seven screws in. um, And as I'm sitting in the hospital bed, uh, you know, Juan's by my side, thank God. My mom walks in, and as many moms would would do, you know, they're obviously very concerned. And I look at her, and I said, don't worry, I'm never riding a bike again. (laughs) Little lie did I tell her. Wow. So I said, don't worry, I'm never riding a bike again. Because obviously, every time we went out riding, she was worried for valid reasons. Um, and and that was it. You yeah, know, I, I was didn't like, "Think you were ever gonna?" Get yeah, back I, on a bike. I, my, and bike, you
2: guys hadn't done any Ironmans at this point. No, no, no this, no, this was, you was just you were just, you were just cycling. yeah, we you were, were cycling.
1: cycling. Yeah. Uh, we had done two sprint triathlons out in Clermont, which very small. I mean, you finish those in about an hour, hour and a half. Um, I mean, if you have any kind of endurance, you can probably jump into one of those and knock it out for fun. A lot of people do. It's it's awesome. I would encourage people to do it. It's yeah. a lot of fun. But Clermont. up until that point, it was just. Fun riding, a lot of social rides. You know, 40, 50 mile rides out with different clubs throughout Orlando, and it was just another Sunday ride for us. Did, like little did we did we know that you know I may have not made made it home that day God, from that ride, bless. which is obviously very, very, very just scary yeah. to think back on. Um, the well, guy, the guy took off. Didn't didn't oh, have the decency to stop. Run.
2: I remember, I remember that. we spoke. We we yeah. saw each other at a at an event or a party or whatever. After your accident, you shared a lot of this with me, but I'm getting a lot of yeah. holes filled in here that I didn't quite. Oh, understand. Yeah. she was on the news and
3: everything. Uh, it, we were trying to find the driver of this truck. I was uh, never hidden, did find him. Uh,
1: we we actually did. Um, we might need a couple episodes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I was uh, through a family friend of um, by my mom. We were able to get in contact with Amy um, from from the news station, and. She sent out a news cruise almost immediately, and I have a lot to thank her for because, you know, once the word got out on the news, obviously our friends were amazing, our, our group of friends, everybody sharing on social media, um, which is great when we can use social media for those type of things, right, to, for the greater good. Um, but between social media and uh, the news coverage by um, that was done immediately, literally the next day after the accident, uh, they got a tip from uh, Lonnie, who owns New York Bagels, uh, and he said those license plates, you know, I got a call from the from the uh, St. Cloud Police Department about those license plates because those were mine, but that car hasn't been mine in a long time, and long story short, the stole guy the stole plates. the pla- the plates from his neighbor, from, like, the trash can, threw them on that truck, hit me with it, Ran through a toll, so they, that's how they were able to catch it with the description that Juan gave nine one one. Took the plates back off, thought he got away with it. Well, the police showed up to the house, and the you know this is a white construction truck. Who keeps a white construction truck perfectly sparkling clean? He had guy in detail trying to cover it up, but there was obviously dents on the car. I mean, he hit somebody going. I think the police report said something like sixty five miles an hour. So they had me bring in my bike to the police department, measured it. Of course, it measured down to the t, and where the dents were on the vehicle. Yeah, where the dents were in the vehicle, Um, they measured. I had this massive cut across my back from where his mirror, his side mirror, hit me. They measured that, you know, all this stuff, and obviously it all matched up. They issued a warrant, but unfortunately, this person is not a a law-abiding citizen, so he's just out and about. he has a worn out, I believe, three felony count, but wow. no nowhere to be found till this well, day. Well, no,
3: I, I guess let this yeah. be a plug too to you know um, keep an eye out for cyclists. You know, we're trying to be safe out there. Of course, stay in our bike lane as much as we can. Sometimes there's debris on there as well, but you know that's also a safety
2: concern of ours. I well. live in Claremont, right? I mean, I see oh, I see it, it all yeah. the time, right? Yeah. I mean, it's what what's crazy to me is I think about the road that we live off of, five sixty five. It's narrow for cars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean it's that road is narrow for like if you're passing traffic. Yeah. It's a narrow road, yeah. let alone if you're texting and you drift off. Oh, texting but then is put the a worst. bike a, a, a row of bike. Mm-hmm. Now, verify this. Is it I I I don't know this to be true, but if you're on a double yellow, a car can't pass a bike. Is that true?
1: Correct. They have what to they have to follow right. and, and through through it doesn't matter if you're only seat. going 20 miles an yeah. hour. Wow, I
2: didn't know yeah. that. If you're if you're on a double yellow, and there's a cyclist, 1, 2, 10, 20, mm-hmm. and they're going, you, you say 20. Yeah. If it yeah. was us, we'd be going 12 or 13. <laughs> but if there's 100 cars behind us, and on that double yellow, if they're breaking the law if they go around the bikes. Wow, that's good to know. I, well, and I, I've, and I've and I think that, that's I, where
1: a lot of the frustration comes from, is people aren't willing to wait those extra couple minutes, and they take if off. That, if that.
3: Yeah, and, and we try to go in the early in the morning. I mean, we're bike riding, what, six?
1: 5, 6 in the yeah. morning. You know we're so, trying to beat the traffic out there, but it doesn't exactly. always wow yeah. doesn't always work. But to turn that around, we mm-hmm. went from that horrific scene to
2: how long was that recovery? Oof.
1: Oh, that was rough. So I got frozen shoulder because I couldn't do PT because of Shit. all the road rash. All the road
2: rash.
3: I the mean, I, we had I had Quan a Juan had to
1: shower her. me and do wow. first date on me daily a, for it's quite a some of love time. For sure. I knew he loved me all along, but that that, that one really, you know. yeah, that now one really you know. reassured <laughs> it. Oh man,
2: now you know that's great.
1: Um, but Juan had a goal, and I'll let him tap into that. So yeah,
3: I mean, so there's there's a lot of things. So I touched on the <laughs> whole getting back to health kick that I was on. Um, a few things happened in in my life, in my personal life. Uh, we lost uh, a really good friend, uh, Maddie P, in a car accident. Um, at a very young age, she was 28, right? So that put a lot of things into perspective and living life uh, to the fullest and putting it all on the table, right? Um, you know, having no regrets uh, at the end of, of your life, you know? And so that that was kind of like the theme going into this. And then Laura's thing happened. Um, that, was, that was very close to home, right? That was pretty much our... Life at jeopardy. You know, like we were thinking already, like okay, life insurance policies. Um, you know what? What are we gonna do? You know, planning. You know, your will and like yeah. you know, all these things come to mind. So, um, and then at the same time, right after Laura's accident, my favorite uncle passes away suddenly at the age of forty eight, and that was wow. one of those soul crushing moments that. Man, that was that was very impactful, um, and I try to cope with that a certain way, right? And and I wanted to do it in in a healthy way, right? And and so after cycling and, and being exposed to the workouts and high intensity training, I found um, that that was a good way to f- to cope with some of my stuff instead of you know using. Uh, alcohol drugs whatever it is i wanted to do it in in, in a healthy way because i saw i want to be there for my family i want to be there for my kids future kids and my wife uh and provide right so all that kind of took this uh perspective to the next level and i always had in, in the back of my mind i was like hey you know what who is um very fit or athletic or what's the ultimate or the pinnacle of being uh considered to be in shape and that's where ironman was always in the back of my mind and so i i, I um took that challenge on i said hey let's let's sign up for this full ironman uh, without any training or anything i was just like we're but gonna this do this it this
0: is after the after, accident after how the accident after? how then long after the accident it was so at
1: this point it's just tim I, right. I don't want to see a bike. A oh, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. I can't walk around Lake Eola without, you know, needing, needing to stop a couple times. So oh this is goodness. just a horn yeah. Mission. So this was
3: my pursuit, and and, and you signed, how, up. You signed I up. for one with no training. And then I eventually dragged there into <laughs> Ironman. But, but yeah, you, but you said you signed up for one with no training. I signed up for one. I was just it was just like my why was, um, this is my outlet. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, and a lot of, again, it goes back to that. A lot of people give you the superficial answer, why did I get into Ironman? Oh, I just want to be fit. I want to be, prove that I'm strong and all this stuff. A lot of people get into these things for different purposes. And we've met a lot of people along the journey of Ironman that have been through a lot too. All these people have so many stories. It's insane. I bet. But, um, so back to that, and, and I dedicated my first Ironman to my uncle. It was I ran I did it in his honor. And and that was my motivation. That was my true why, right? I was gonna do this no matter what. Um the getting up at four twenty in the morning, four fifteen, the hard training sessions, you know, the change of lifestyle, that didn't matter. You know, I was gonna do this for my uncle. Man, that's so and cool. so <clears throat> I I, uh we got a coach, um, part of the Central Florida Tri Club. And I said, hey, I already signed up. He looked at me <laughs> like, you're crazy, man. You, you really signed up already? Like, nobody really does a full Ironman their first year of training. But that was my mission. So I was on a mission.
0: For the listeners at home, can you give us the stats of what an Ironman actually consists of? Mm.
1: So it's a 2.4-mile swim. Um Usually, in an ocean, a lake, a river, um you know some open body of water per se, um which that alone can be very different from one race to the other, because obviously, if you're swimming down river versus in a choppy mm-hmm. ocean, Wind, very yeah, different, waves, yeah, right uh, then once you're done with that fun, you jump onto your bike and you cycle for hundred and twelve miles <laughs> um. <laughs> At like 12 miles tempo. an hour, how long is that going to take you? <laughs> <laughs> Too
0: long. I'm laughing because we biked to Melbourne, yeah. and that was only 72 miles. 72 miles, oh, oh, wow. and we averaged,
2: we averaged 13 miles an hour. Well, yeah. I was on a mountain bike, so... We'll come back <laughs> to I, I, I met, see I'm, potential, guys. I messed up the average there. These guys are on street bikes, nice. and I'm <laughs> so chugging along. So out.
1: then, uh, and, and same thing there. You know, you might be on a flat road. You might be on on mountains. You right. might be in a windy day. It might be raining. Like, there's no... There's no. Oh, there's, no we're cancel there's no weather. There's no weather. Yeah, no. There's concession. no rain yeah, yeah. checks here. You either show up or go home. Um, and then once you're done with all that, you just finish it off with a marathon, twenty-six point two miles. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there is a time, have, I was gonna say this. Uh, a time I mean, limit. There's a time limit. Yeah. I could do all that
2: stuff. It just might take <laughs> me a month. Uh, oh, okay,
1: twenty-six <laughs> miles. So come on down. So you, uh, you here in the states, and I believe in north, basically all north and south America, you have uh, seventeen hours. In Europe, I actually found this out after our race. I did not know this, but thank God I didn't need to use it. Um, it's 16 hours there. Oh, wow. The Europeans believe, choppy, choppy, we got to get <laughs> home. So, Damn. Yeah, wow. so th- there is a cutoff. Um, and, mm-hmm. you know, that's for many reasons, obviously. One of them, I believe, is because they have to close the roads down. So, so there's only so long they can yeah. do that, and for safety reasons. And so the
2: the swim, two and a half miles at a couple miles an hour? It took me about... Uh, uh yeah. hour and 10 minutes
1: it depends Lauren's
3: fast to so so do the
0: swim
2: so
3: you're swimming swim.
0: for an hour straight in the ocean in the ocean yeah, yeah. Oh my but God. It, it really what's depends what's the speed of the swim what what's your uh, you do
1: pace speed? Yeah. i i think i did like 125 130 meters 100 meters per so so per, break that
2: down to somebody that doesn't have a clue is it is it is it 1 mile an hour 2 miles an hour 3 miles an hour what would you yeah, guess yeah, so i so for yeah i
1: mean I mean, in Cosimo, which was our first I full guess. Ironman, we did. I did a fifty-eight minute swim, so in just under an hour, I swam two ish miles. Okay,
2: that answers my question. So you're so, talking thirty minutes a mile.
1: Yeah, plus or minus. Right. Um, for somebody good. <laughs> well, in uh, Laura's
3: background. She's. A
1: I used to play water, water polo. polo
3: for UCF. Oh shit! I didn't know that. So yeah. she her strong suit is the swim. For Don't sure. Kidding. Like in Barcelona, she came out. She came out the water fifth in her age group. Oh, wow.
2: Wow. Damn. Did yeah. you tackle anybody on the way? <laughs>
1: <laughs> in Cartagena, I did. Somebody got in the way. But it's, it's it's you know, I, I love to follow you guys and your culture and everything. And, and so much of it is just perspective. Like, you can't go into it. And our coach preaches this. We're very fortunate to be coached by an amazing person, has done over 30 Ironmans. I don't yeah. know how many half Ironmans. um, and he always tells us just one thing at a time, right? Like, you don't mm-hmm. jump in and say, I'm going in here to do 140.6 miles. No, mm-hmm. I'm going for a swim. When mm-hmm. I'm done with that, mm-hmm. I'll worry about and the... And we'll lace them yeah. up. Damn. Damn. Know, we'll yep. the, we'll, we'll and then, sl- we'll then I'll worry in. about the, yeah. the bike, and, and then so I'll the, worry about running.
2: So the Talk swim, about. an hour, hour and a half. The, mm-hmm. the Then the bike, 112 miles.
1: About five and a half, six hours.
2: Okay. And then the run is the... The, the run, merit. you
1: just finish. There's yeah. no... you don't You don't get too stressed about time there. I mean... It, by that point, think about, uh, I've read, I wish I remember the exact number, but there's like a very, very small percentage of people that have ever completed a marathon. Just a standalone marathon. Yeah. You it's wake like up, you leave your house population in nice dry clothes with nice dry socks. and you All know, your toenails. Yeah. Yep, all your toenails. No blisters. It's, yep. you know, it's five or six in the morning, and you get in your car, and you drive over, and you run 26 miles, and that alone is a huge accomplishment. Destruction. Right? Yeah, destruction. I actually used to say I would never run more than like six miles, which is... Looking back is Funny, right. No, jokes on no. me, but but now tell somebody that they're gonna do that, but they've already been going at it for six, seven, eight hours. Mm. And granted, you exhausted. Just, that's just the race. Do you, like
0: the mental capacity of just like. Oh, yeah. I don't want to jump you because like, go ahead. I don't want to jump you because God bless. They say when you hit the wall, I feel like you probably hit multiple. Walls, oh yeah, And right? I, I, like, I immediately
2: it's a think long about day. it's a long day. You know, it's <laughs> like when you're training or you're in some sort of, of metcon and you're redlining, right? They say that your mind quits way before your body does, right? David it's like, Goggins,
1: forty so, percent, right?
2: So you're saying, right? You know, you're exhausted, but it's like your mind tells you you should be exhausted yes. because I just swam for two, you know, an hour mm-hmm. and a half. I just, I just biked for six hours. I should be tired, but my body's still you know, is yeah. responding and, and will still go. So I, I just
3: Well let's let's backtrack a little bit because I think we got a yes. little bit ahead of
2: ourselves because
3: um so back when I started training for this Ironman Pursuit, uh we kind of broke it I got with my coach, we broke it down to a few things. Laura mentioned we had already done sprint triathlons, which are a shorter distance, yep. super fast, you're done in an hour. Mm. Then I went ahead and did an Olympic um, distance triathlon out in Sebring. And then by that time, Laura had already joined the Central Florida Triathlon Club and we were kind of training. Allegedly
1: and just to get my workouts in. Just to get the workouts
3: <laughs> in. She was back on the bike now, which was uh, an amazing feat. You know, I, I didn't think she was going to get back on that bike. And so that goes to her mental strength and. Overcoming some of these curveballs that life throws at you, right? What's the thought process
0: there?
1: What's, um, what's, what's the so Juan? You know Juan would would go do these workouts with with our club, and you know he'd mentioned you know there's there's a lot of nice people. I think you'd really enjoy it. And part of me was like, you know, the first obviously the first day I was like terrified of everything. It even even being in a car yeah. was scary, right? Yeah. Wow. Um, and then I started thinking as my you know, I couldn't move my shoulder. I literally couldn't lift my shoulder, like my arm up. I'm sorry. Like he had to bring the shirt around my arm to bring it over my shoulders. And as my PT went on, I had an amazing physical therapist, um, Melissa Brown. She believed in me. She pushed me. And I, I said to her, you know, you, you think I can start swimming? And she said, you, that will be good for it, right? We'll, we'll get that moving again. So it's kind of where it started out over here down the road from you guys at uh, Lucky's Lake Swim. Mm-hmm. Started swimming there first time we show up. I look over and Juan. I had already smoked Juan. I'm like, I'm fucking business, baby. <laughs> Let's <laughs> I mean, go. She's a
3: natural. I mean, she used to be a water <laughs> polo player and swam so, all the
1: time. So I, you know, I started thinking, am I going to let this guy win? Right, because he thought he got away with it. You know, that's that's for him to settle with somebody else. What what he did. But am I going to let him win? Am I going to let him stay, live Mm. rent-free in my mind? Mm. Or am I going to, you know, am I going to stand up and face this? So obviously at this point, we're just talking like, just get back on the bike. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I show up to one of the training rides on a Saturday morning out in Mim's Trail. Because I was like, definitely not on the road. Put me on a trail where at least there's no cars. And the biggest issue is me falling off my bike. And funny story, you know, I told one, I said, I don't want to get in the way of your training. That's not fair to you. Go on. You said that there's very nice people in the club. So I I stay back with these two ladies who we still and joke about. Of course, about everybody this.
2: knows. Everybody
3: knows. The no, story. no, no, no. Well, I, I kind of preempt them a little bit, but like they don't I know. The coach. I,
1: I don't think they even knew I was there that morning. Like it was very, it was a low key ride because the coach wasn't there that weekend. He was out of town for a race with a group of athletes. So I don't think. Well, or, I had
3: mentioned it to a few of the people in the club and the coach oh, for okay. sure that you were in an accident, kind of coming back, and
1: but there wasn't like a big formal introduction. Like, here's my wife, Laura, who's terrified of cycling. Please be careful. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. You know, I wanted to keep a low profile. I you, I didn't want the, the victim card over sure. my shoulder. So classy, no um, pun intended. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. the good shoulder. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so so I sit back with <clears throat> two of the ladies. Ooh, we're riding at a you know these guys took off gone 20 plus miles an hour and and I'm like I haven't ridden a bike now at this point in over 6 months cuz now this is June of 2021 um I I'm sorry June 2022 I get back on the bike and I'm just riding behind them right which normally is fine if you know who's, who's who but they have no idea who I am and finally about 15 20 minutes into this trail ride uh one of the ladies Kim, turns around and goes, who's back there? I said, oh, hi, I'm sorry, I'm Laura, I'm Juan's wife, you yeah, know, yeah. And I end up riding with them. They made the ride, you know, we started chatting and talking, and it made the ride go by where the last thing on my mind was all the fears that I, I was kind of mm-hmm. having to face. And that kind of goes, ties into how us doing this with a team is so different mm-hmm. because it's, I mean, the accountability, the support, the motivation, the push, the trash-talking the fun it, it it just makes it I think a very mm-hmm. different experience. I don't know that well, I Well,
2: especially t- as an ex athlete, right? Yeah, I love that. Oh, I love that. I love it.
1: Yeah, I live for that. Every morning is that, and I love it. Um and, I mean, and that was part
3: of my journey too. I I was never an athlete like that. Like I, I probably my freshman in high school is when I stopped playing any sports and stuff like that. I just dedicated to school and making money. Like that was my my focus, mm-hmm. right? And so that was part of my journey as well. I wanted to push my limits, see what I could do with my body, right? Yeah. And and really become an athlete or you know, at least see what I could do, right? Because so cool. that was a part of my life that I had not exploited. That's so cool, man. And so um, these long trainings started to be, you know, I, I needed to be busy. With all the stuff going on in my life, I needed to be busy, figure things out, think about stuff. And and so these long tra- Training rides you know two three hours the long runs you know you go through uh, runners high and all these things and you know um, I called the like my workouts more like um, active meditation right because
0: well, I love that because
3: you're in your head and you're just you know I'm thinking about different aspects of life you know you're working out but really mentally you're just like seeing life from a different perspective
0: and that's really good
3: and it became it's like my drug, right? You, yeah. you you're chasing um, the endorphins. You're chasing this, and it's. I've been through some very special moments in my workouts that, that were majestic. You know what I mean? And and it helped me out a lot. I, honestly, if it was, um, I I, might, I can say this. Um, triathlon probably saved my life. You know, if I could have gone a whole different route with the you know everything that was going on, yeah. and um, coping it coping uh, with uh, a healthy and a healthy way. Um, really kept me on track wow but uh back to our journey so the next up was doing a half ironman half ironman is just half distance of of the full and we're uh i I signed up for augusta right Mm -hmm. augusta uh, does the half ironman there and at that point it was like laura's decision like do you want to join on this journey or not
1: well we were on a on a on a short run right right after the bike and the the people that have been around in the sport for a while that are part of a club are are really they're a great support you know uh method within the club um they're great leaders they they have tons of experience and we're on this run and i'm asking uh one of the guys carlos who's one of our training buddies we spend lots of hours with nowadays I said, hey, what would be, you know, you've done a lot of these. What's a good first race for me to, you know, if if I'm thinking about doing one of these (laughs) things, what would would be a good one? And he goes, Augusta. And I said, well, it's July, and that's in September, so, like, what would be a good one for me to train for? And he goes, Augusta. And I go, Carlos, that's in two months. He goes, you're ready. And I was like, okay, this guy's crazy. I mean, he's probably done too many of these cuckoo. (laughs) So I go back to the drawing board. I go uh, talk to our coach, and I go, what do you think about me doing Augusta? And he calls me, that was a text message. He calls me and he goes, are you going to, are you going to commit to this? Like, if you tell me that you want to do this, I will get you ready. But are you going to commit to this? We don't have time for washy, washy. You're going to show up sometimes. Other times you're not. Are you going to commit to this? I said, let's do it. Mm. So Mm. that was beginning of July, uh, September 26th. I believe it was, we're both lining up in Augusta. Um, are you know, we we went from knowing nothing about this to, all right, we're doing this. All in. All in. Uh, a big goal in the half, in the 70.3 races is to come in under six hours. That's like, that that's a goal that a lot of people chase. And some are still chasing. And I told Juan, you know, Juan's, don't worry about time. Let's just, just finish. Just yeah. finish it. Guy comes in at like 520 something. And I'm, awesome. you know, he's waiting for me at the finish line. And... I always tell him that those hugs at the finish line are my favorite hugs. Oh, that's, um, oh, that's amazing. It's, you're sweaty, you're yucky, so you know you really love each other, right? Yes. <laughs> um, but you're just, I it's mean, A sense that, of accomplishment. Yeah, and, oh, and, and Ironman does this thing is, they always have a red carpet, right? Mm-hmm. I've never been to any other kind of foot race or, you know, 5K, 10K, half marathon, but they have a red carpet. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like that Hollywood moment where mm-hmm. you're walking on that red carpet, you're... You're you're closing off a chapter to that challenge that you signed that up level, for, yeah. and it's you know Hector, our coach, always tells us when you get to that red carpet, you forget about everything. You forget that your knee hurts, that your back hurts, that you smell, that you're thirsty, that you know, everything, and you just get this feeling that I, I can't even fully describe. You know the announcers are hyping you up. There's music playing. You have family cheering. Um, we were very fortunate to have a, a couple family members drive up to Augusta to cheer us on and, you know, they, they're running around to, to see us as much as possible. Wow. And he crossed that line and it's just the most magical feeling. Um, we have, uh, the guy, Carlos, I mentioned it earlier and, and, and Jen, they're kind of, we call them our triathlon godparents. They've kind of really taken us under their wings. They're waiting for us at the finish line. Our coach is waiting for us. Wow. You're just all hugging each other, and it's, I mean, I get goosebumps thinking about it because it's its the most magical feeling. Like, you think, you know, six months ago, I couldn't ride my bike. I didn't want to ride my bike. And then a couple of weeks ago, I just said, screw it, I'm going to ride my bike. And here we are, Then we're both sitting in this grass field eating pizza and drinking a Coke that tastes like the best meal of your life because <laughs> you've been eating gels and fig newtons for the last six hours. And we're looking at each other, and you're like, all right, Anything is possible, right? Mm-hmm. And and, and that's that is the that is the Iron Man. You know they have motto. it on all the medals, yes, they have it on yes. their shirts, everything. Anything is possible. Mm-hmm. Then these thoughts are running through your head. Like, all right, well, what's next? Right? <laughs> I did this. What's next? But and everything hurts, so you're like, let's not do knew, anything. <laughs> I,
3: she knew that I was already signed up for the full, yeah. right? And the the idea was that she was going to join me, but to help me out, like a Sherpa. That's the term for the, the person that kind of helps you out and provides you know support but after this race um it was we had (laughs) the conversations right as all couples do um are we are you gonna do it or not and we we actually had to negotiate a few things (laughs) and you know we talked about tattoos and you know i'm not big into tattoos and laura's like oh man if I do this race, we have to get tattoos. Well, because that's that's the big thing. That's
1: the big thing is is once you get once you do the full Ironman, not the seventy point three, the full Ironman, and you get that you title, you are an Ironman. Yes, you cross that, <laughs> that finish line that you exactly. Know. You cross that finish line, and they say Juan Jimenez, you are an Ironman. That's something that nobody can take away hmm. from you, right? That's a small and group of people. Correct. And mm. a big, you know, kind of tradition is is that people get a tattoo. I, I'm, tattoo. I'm looking yeah. at it right yeah. now. You're, looking at, you're looking at it. So you know who won that, uh, that, that yes, negotiation? Exactly. <laughs> so
3: we have, we have matching tattoos oh, right sweet. on our wrist. That's um, amazing. So my compromise lower. is either going to be uh, on my butt cheek <laughs> or my wrist so I can cover <laughs> it with my watch. And right? I said,
1: no, 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 You can't hide it. Like, you got to <laughs> be proud of it. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. But... Step back there. I'm like, I don't know. I always said a marathon, that's just crazy. And I said I was going to be there to support you because you really do need as much support as possible. Right. We're in the studio one morning after one of these morning rides, like today's. And it, we always joke that it's dangerous to go out to dinner, drinks, or in general, just hang out with crazy minded people, right? Crazy like minded people because the conversation started to go, get going and get going. And before you know it, there's 30 of you going to a race. <laughs> uh, and uh, two of our teammates, or, you know, Juan's race is approaching. It's end of Sept- it's, it's beginning of September at this point. Oh, no, I, we lied. By Augusta, I already knew I was doing Cozumel. So it's beginning of September. I had already been doing, you know, some pretty good training for to get ready for Augusta. And two of our teammates, Haley and Caitlin, they're going, why aren't you doing Cozumel? And I said, what do you mean? That's a fool. I'm not training for a fool. I'm barely training for a half. Yeah, but you're already going. You're going to be there. Why not just do it? And I'm like, so of course she that sparks, me out. <laughs> but of course that sparks a thought in I my mind, that. right? So another sit down talk with my coach. That one was a little more lengthy, um, and yeah, what two months later? That was November. Wow. Um, something very special about that race. My accident was November twenty first. That race was November twentieth, um, and so and this was part of the conversation with our, our coach. He's a very very. He's a very tough guy, but he's also very emotional and very, like, you know, he sees all sides of things. And he sat me down and he said, this is your call, but you can choose to not do this or you can choose to in less than a year, right? Because accident was November 21st, race was November 20th, to sit down and look back and say, a year ago, I was in the back of an ambulance, heading to a hospital, not knowing what condition I was in, not knowing what was wrong with me. I knew I was in pain, but I didn't know what was wrong with me. And say and look at me now crossing an Ironman finish line.
3: Yeah, it's very. And powerful. so
1: that that alone, I was like, that's it. Like, sign me up, right? <laughs> obviously, a lot more conversation went into right. it, but that alone was like, he was like, you have the choice, right? Mm-hmm. You you choose that you choose to to step up to the challenge because he said it's not going to be easy, right. or you you can settle. Obviously, like you already did well in, the, in your first half, and and we can go from there, right? And. Competitive, I'm competitive, I'm a little hard-headed, <laughs> and I said, let's do it, so November, mid-November, we're heading out to Cozumel with, with him, he's actually done 14 or 15 of them in Cozumel, and it was an amazing week, a long day, I mean, I would say probably the longest day of my life, mm-hmm, yeah. but...
0: But you guys finished.
3: Yeah, and, and I think she <laughs> wow. she's, you know, we're getting to kind of like uh, the key points here where... Um, that was her why, right? Yeah. Powerful story. My why was I'm doing this in honor for my uncle, right? So if you're going to undertake uh, a race or something so challenging, make sure you have a very strong why. God, there's so because, many things in this. Because when, you, when you're going out there, things get tough, not just in the training, but in the race itself, right? And And you have something to think about or, or base it on it gives you like superhuman power and you go in there and 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 you start thinking about that and it's and then the rush just kicks in and all of a sudden you forget about your pains and you push through right and so that was that was a big part of of the journey oh, and so i have finished that race uh, 11 hours and 52 minutes and and I honored my uncle. Holy and that was wait, 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 that, wait, 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 wait. that was eleven. <laughs> hours. Hold on a minute. Hold on a
2: minute. Hold on a minute. We just got done talking about an hour and a half on the swim, six hours on the bike. That's seven and a bit. And what does a marathon take?
1: Well, a regular marathon takes somebody probably three and a half, four hours. But remember, you just came off 112 miles you, on the bike. You were eleven hours.
3: Yeah, I, I wanted to get to and that finish the line. Line
1: is seventeen. Seventeen is a. Wow, that's yeah, God.
3: my motivation was to get to that finish line and, and honor my uncle.
0: And you were just like, now just get me
3: to that finish line.
0: There's so much power in, in just story, mm-hmm. right? Between the ears and that push and I mean the the mental, the, just the the physical the physicality of all the things you just talk about. My mind just goes to training and how difficult and pain and all mm-hmm. that. But then when I hear you guys talk about this stuff and I've done something not even close to that, but that's pushed me. And that just the the mental challenge and the mental fortitude that's required to do something like that is just can't be mm-hmm. understated. You know, it's yeah. just And so when you talk about that, I just I feel that I feel that in your in your voice, I feel that in your conviction, I feel that in your reason—it's just—it's so powerful, and I just relate it so much to everything, to all achievement. You know, doing anything that's worthwhile is very difficult.
1: Yeah. yeah, it takes.
0: And
3: and success leaves keys, right, and clues, right. And so when you look at people performing at X level, you you kind of look and see what's their true motivator, not the superficial stuff that's up here. It's really what's driving the engine, and you'll see some some
0: really hard. Stuff. It's incredible. So you f- I, do this unbelievable race. You hit this climax of your entire physical journey. Yes. I mean, to yeah. do it together is yes. unbelievable. Well, right? Juan,
1: Juan got to go back to the back to the hotel, shower, get a new change of clothes, and come back in and wait for me. I, I finished <laughs> a little bit longer than him. You know, later than him. Um, but it's
3: not even about the time, right? It's about finishing. Say, Absolutely, yeah. it is about you're, you're, finishing.
2: You're an Iron Man. You're an Iron Man. It's like, it's but it's.
1: Mm-hmm. It's so that 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 finish line in Augusta was special, right? Because for me, it was it meant that I overcame a, right. a massive fear. It meant that I got back up. It meant that forget about that. It meant that I was alive. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm alive. I'm putting in in this work. But then you get to that finish line in Cozumel, Um They have these drums playing. It's pitch black at this point. So wow. remember, we started the day you wake up and you're having breakfast at three in the morning because you need your body to process that so that when you start at that swim, you've, you're ready to go. Wow. And now you're finishing this race, I think it's 10.30, 11 o'clock at night. I mean, it's late. It's a long it's day. It's a yeah, long day. You probably day. don't
2: even sleep afterwards. Well, that this really is the fun up. part.
1: You finish it, and you know, right then and there, emotions are high, adrenaline's rushing, but then you start, everything starts to die down. That shower, everything starts to hurt even more. <laughs> and you're laying in bed, and... It's like four thirty-five in the morning, so we've only "quote unquote" been in you know asleep for a few hours, and I'm tossing and turning, and I can sleep. I I can sleep, and I I noticed he's also tossing and turning. And I said, "What's wrong?" And he's like, "I can't sleep." I'm like, Let's "Me go neither." For a run. No, the pain <laughs> the pain is so much that it literally keeps you from sleeping. So your body's exhausted. Wow. You want nothing more than to sleep, but everything hurts. Mm-hmm
2: healing. Everything but my cracks. nose. <laughs> Everything but my
3: nose was hurting. <laughs> and the funniest
1: part is you wake up and you know we were sitting there talking over breakfast, reminiscing, telling stories. Everybody's talking about what happened during their day because this is this is a fun part, slash not fun part about doing it together, is, is you know, we're getting ready to get in the water. We give each other a hug, a kiss, love you, babe. See you in a day. I'll see you. Yeah. And for example, on the bike, Juan always catches me on the bike. He passes me. That was at the beginning of the bike. I didn't see him for another six ish hours. It's like you
0: have your own journey.
1: Yeah, you. Oh, you are fully on your own. And and there's a saying that our coach he repeated it several times this morning. You run your own race. Mm-hmm. This you are by yourself out there. It's you're kind of like a warrior going into a war zone by yourself. And you know, on the run, depending on the layout of the course, we got to see each other a couple times. But it's literally a quick high five. Love you. Keep going. Mm-hmm. And I remember the last time I saw him when he was heading into the finish line, I said, you know, next time I, I remember I said to him, next time I see you, you'll be an Ironman. Um, but it's you're oh, out man. there by yourself. You're battling for however long it takes you to get it done, and you have a lot of time to think about things. Right. You have a lot of time for your mind to start quitting on you.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, what you call it, active meditation? What'd you the, call it? My workouts active. and the actual race.
3: Yeah, it's, it's, it's just active meditation. I just hear the
2: power of a decision, you know. It's it's. I'm not, I'm going to win. I'm, I'm a, number one. I'm alive. I'm not going to let that guy win. I'm going to win. I'm going to make this decision. You talk just about your, ju- up. your journey of health, your journey, your pursuit of health. Well, your, he com- your- You
0: committed before you were ready. Right. That, right. Yeah. Like talk about any yeah. journey that any journey that's worthwhile. If you wait until you're ready, it just never happens. Right. So it's like, there's a huge, that's a success leaves clue. That's a clue right there. Mm-hmm. Right. The decision always comes before the, the effort. You're never going to be hundred percent ready. So uh, so 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 you do this incredible. Yeah. You finish this is like the yeah. probably one of the biggest highs of your entire life. Oh, yeah. guaranteed, right? And then, yeah, you're in a di- you, you travel across the world to do this, which mm-hmm. has got to be just so much fun. Right.
1: Yeah, yeah. And that's kind of our thing about it is I told Juan, I said, if we're going to do this, let's let's go somewhere fun. <laughs>
0: well, and, and
3: this was supposed to be like a bucket list item, like just to do the check mark, right? Like, hey, we're Iron we Man, we day yeah. one, that, that was it. But it didn't stop. Now Fast pers- forward now to now. And well, well and but
1: the we're... next morning I said, Juan, that was amazing. I loved it. I haven't slept. I am never <laughs> doing that again. <laughs> yeah. Literally, that was word for word. Wow. I said, I am never doing that again.
2: How Did, did you feel the same way? Or did you yeah, know? no? I was I was you like, guys like I was we, fine we just did it, that. We're done. ready oh, to hang yeah, up the it. cleats. Let's, let's hang that up on the shelf. We got our yeah. tattoos. we're done. Yeah. I mean Plus you're you're
1: limping, track. you're limping for a whole week afterwards. Right. Everything hurts. Stairs.
3: Um, the stairs are your number one enemy. You're like it's funny. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> you wanna Ooh, you wanna last watch right a group there. of
1: triathletes go up or down stairs after a race. Um but it uh it didn't end there, so that was November.
3: We have uh, Barcelona under a belt already, full Ironman. That was last year. So you guys um, have done two?
1: Yeah, Cozumel and Iron Barcelona. Mouth. Two
3: full Ironman, several halves. In Barcelona, she qualified for the world championship in Nice what? this year.
1: Wow.
3: She Come on. Yes. Yeah. She's on, on a tear right now. Like She's, she's rocking. Wow. So
1: we're wow. heading to Nice, France In September. In September
3: World Championship. Holy yeah, smokes. Man.
1: What a comeback story. Yeah.
3: Insane. Insane. And
1: then we did a couple of other 70.3s. We did a Eagleman um, up in Cambridge, Maryland. Uh, very nice town. The people there love it. It's like a, a culture thing for them. It's like they wait. The people, the town loves it. I mean, they're wow. like waiting for mm-hmm. it. They're waiting for people to pour in. it would be like the
0: ultimate tailgate. You know what <laughs> <Yeah>. I mean? <laughs> oh,
1: it's, it's, a, it's a party out there. People love it. The, the community has signs up. They're like, welcome, Ironman athletes. Yeah. Um, that wow. was fun. We did that with like 27 or 28 of our teammates. So mm-hmm. our, our, our team colors are these hot pink uniforms. So we stood out like crazy. Let's go. Um, then we did in December, we did what I would say is probably one of the most special races we got to do. Um, we're both Colombian born, in, born and born in partially race there. And we had the opportunity to go back to Colombia and raise in, uh, Cartagena 70.3. I, I remember
2: seeing Blazing hot. That. Yes. Oh my God. Oh wow. Think
1: 4th of July and then crank on the heater. Oh shit.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, but it was special. Um, my dad got to watch me race there, which made it even more special. Wow. Um and then we got to show all of our friends, you know, our culture and took them out and I celebrated. All those it was oh, yes, that it was, was a, like it was a big party. It was a big party. Damn, yeah, dude, it was the so end of the cool. year. Everybody was done with their big races. Everybody mm-hmm. had a great race. Um, and and then wow. we we partied for a couple of days out there. So that was a lot of fun. And mm-hmm. it's just it's it's not just the racing. It's like the people we've gotten to meet, yeah. the Community. places we've gotten to see. Um, they they the, open. The, your,
0: the, they're very open and welcoming as long as they know that you're committed, right? 100%. Come back to that. Yeah, I mean, that's such a good per- perspective. I wanted to say this. <laughs> like that, to me, is the most value. To me, I love that because, like, so many times people think like, oh, it's, well, the culture's great. We have a good time. It's like, yeah, but there's conditions to that. It's like I want A players want to play with a players. Right, you want to go through the battle with somebody else who's willing to go through the battle, exactly. and because of that, now we have this bond, and now we can blow it out and have fun together. But like, that's right. it's that's a prerequisite. It's just not Absolutely. the same if you're not going through the fire together, you know.
1: And and even in in the sport in general, it's it's one of the few. You know, from like back in my water polo days, I would never walk up to somebody at the start of a game and be like, you know, you got this motivate. I'm not giving out motivational speeches to my opponents, right? But in Man, it's so different. Mm. Everybody, it's like this mutual respect that if you had it in you to sign yeah, up for this yeah, and you had it in you start. to get to this 3 a.m. wake up and now we're sitting here at 5 a.m. in wetsuits and we're about to embark in a journey because that's what it is. It's not a race, Ooh, it's a journey. Yes,
2: this is amazing.
1: <laughs> Listen, you look over to your right and your left and you're like, yeah. you're hugging people you don't know, you're high-fiving people you don't know. You're peeing next to people you don't know because there is uh, a lot of yeah. gross stuff about That's the sport. Amazing. And but it's just this like this this thing that it you you don't experience in other sports at least the ones I've participated in. And you get to do it in this sport because there's just this like, hey, if you have it in you to be here, I respect you, mm-hmm. I admire you, and I hope you have a great race. If
2: you had the guts to lace them up, we got we got a lot we can talk exactly. about. Exactly, so, so I love it. And it's,
3: we have um, New Zealand coming up in six six weeks. I was yeah. going to ask wow. what's next. So yeah, right yeah, now yeah so we need to do a follow up big, big after time big time training mode right now. Right? Hell yeah,
0: let's have you guys back after that. I would love to Sounds get good. a play by play. So yeah. that's going to be a beautiful place to race. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah it's it's going
1: to be beautiful. We were talking talking um before this about the the haka they're, they're yes. gonna have the, oh the traditional start right before the race wow. yeah. and yeah going out there with like another 18 20 people so it's oh, gonna be great that's amazing that's
0: unbelievable man well then we'll do that let's just commit to that Circle right now we'll have home, you guys man. back after the race and man there is uh so many lessons within your story yes. just about god in anything and everything i think about a career. I think about our journey. I think about just personal development journey. It's just the process of becoming is riddled with fear. It's riddled with self doubt. It's riddled with opportunities to commit before you're ready. It's riddled with run your own race. It's riddled with support. It's riddled with getting around people. I mean, it's just like you, you, what you just walked us through for the last 45 minutes is just It is the process and that's just, I got goosebumps because it's just like, there's just so much to learn from, you're taking these esoteric concepts and you're just, it's all embodied into this, the race that you guys put yourself through. It's just incredible. And
3: I've synthesized it to a few things, right? It comes down to a strong why. I already talked about that. Having a mentor or a coach that has been there. Mm. So we have our coach, right? Telling us what to do, what to look out for, not what to avoid. Right, um, the discipline and the consistency. Discipline and consistency, day in and day out, you have to go and show up and put in the work. The training is where the race is is won. You show up on race day; that's more of a celebration. Damn. You got to put in the yeah. work.
1: That's that's a great Damn. way Very to put it. Very well right? said. I love the that. Training is where the
0: race is won. Yes,
1: mm-hmm. you can so it's you a,
3: It's a number of things that come together, and. You're right. It is very translatable to all aspects of life.
0: I love that you say synthesize. That's a perfect word. That's what it boils down to, yep. I'll tell you what. If you're listening to this right now, man, I would love it if you would share this Hit with a pause. couple people. Hit
2: pause because we're coming back. That's right. And <laughs> Part
0: two. What we'll do is um, I'd love to in the Hey Zo, when we do the podcast will we put, I would love to put you guys as Instagrams in the podcast if you're cool with yeah, that. absolutely. Because watching their journey uh, is so fun and their stories right. and what they do so we'll put all your information in there where everybody can get in touch with you, reach out and you guys are just an inspiration. I'm so grateful. I know we're so grateful that you would spend time with us. We finally got it done. Yeah. Yes, love to it. Tons. Thanks for having us. Yeah, and this Appreciate is our pleasure. Cool. So Appreciate it. You guys are the epitome of taking uh, what could be ordinary and making it extraordinary. So thank you so much. You guys are amazing inspiration. And for everybody listening Thanks at home, us. thank you so much for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Bye bye for now.